Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What else is going on? Time for What's Happening. Our trending stories... You want to say it? No, you... Brought to us by directbuyers.com, the hassle-free way to sell your home at a fair price in 10 days or fewer, directbuyers.com. Hurricane Ian is nearing Cuba on track to strike Florida as a Category 4 as early as Wednesday. One emergency management director says this is not a drill. Tampa and St. Petersburg are among the most likely targets for their first direct hit by a major hurricane in 100 years. Ian already getting stronger, forecast to move quickly over Cuba's western tip today. Then it'll turn northward, no, northward, excuse me, slow down over the warm Gulf of Mexico waters. Conditions ripe for brewing the strongest of hurricanes. Forecasters say the storm surge could reach 10 feet. This after Hurricane Fiona caused so much damage over the weekend in Canada. Canadian military had to be brought in to assist the recovery. Uh, the, Fio- the storm Fiona as he, she made her way towards the uh, the eastern Canadian coast there, far up in the north, swept houses uh, off of their foundations, stripped off roofs, knocked out power across many of the Atlantic provinces there in Canada. There is manhunt underway after three people were shot at an amusement park in Pennsylvania. Three people, one of them a male juvenile were hit during this altercation between two groups of male teenagers. So this is kind of like much more of the same when we saw Knott's Berry Farm put a curfew on uh, on their park. Yeah, except I mean this or one say was, that you had guns, to obviously. bring somebody that was over 21 or something. Uh, it was at the Kennywood Amusement Park in West Mifflin, according to a uh, county police there in Allegheny County. We talked we will continue unfortunately to talk about the fentanyl crisis throughout the United States and other parts of North America and as we have seen it hit close to home with schools and teenagers being uh, overdosing on fentanyl the Phoenix Police Department uh, announced that they had nabbed more than a million fentanyl pills and arrested a couple of people in their city's largest uh, fentanyl bust and then in Colorado on Wednesday Deputies conducting a traffic stop discovered about 90,000 fentanyl pills in a vehicle along, along with two and a, almost two and a half pounds of fentanyl powder. Colorado saw an almost 70% increase in fentanyl overdoses um, with about 900 deaths last year. Let's, let's keep telling ourselves that the border is secure and then have, oh, 1.1 million fentanyl pills come across the border without problem. Louise Fletcher has died. The Cuckoo's Nest actor, oh. 88 years old. She was the last person cast in that movie. And when you think about that movie, you think about her first, don't you? I mean, you think about Jack Nicholson as well. But Nurse Ratchet, man, what a performance. She won that picture, won best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, and best screenplay. The first time, the first film since 1934s, it happened one night to pull off that feat. When she won the Oscar in 76, she told the audience, it looks as though you all hated me, which is just perfect. Her parents were both deaf 
and she addressed her deaf parents talking and using sign what? language. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, oh, never mind. I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh, but I'll tell you who I'm thinking of. But this is also important. Go on. You finish. No, no. Okay. Because she spoke. I remember seeing that movie and thinking to myself, I wonder if she can hear. Interesting. Because she her speech pattern was just different enough. It was. And it added to the, you're right. Uh, she said uh, to her parents that night, I want to thank you for teaching me to have a dream. You're seeing my dream come true. She was one of the reasons I absolutely, that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, it's a great movie, isn't it? Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's worth a rewatch. Now, one there's a, there's an actress currently who's about the same age that she would have been when she played Nurse Ratched. This woman's uh, actress's name is Carrie Coon. She's been in a bunch of different shows. Uh, she was in Fargo, the, the series Fargo. She was in the, the HBO series The Leftovers. Um, she's been in things like... Uh, Avengers and Ghostbusters Afterlife, Gone Girl. She, to me, looks so much like Nurse Ratched. Oh, really? And, and when I see her on screen, I think that same that that's that same person. It's oh, obviously funny. not, but but it's you know forty years difference. So it is going to be hot, but not as hot as it was in early September. Uh, we are going to have temps in the nineties, low triple digits in some areas through Wednesday. I don't know if this, we've been through worse. Are we going to name them yet? When no. do we start naming our heat waves? Oh, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that on this show. And are we just going to name them after hot people? After hot people? What are? Sorry, mm -hmm. I don't know why I slipped into my Brooklyn accent. <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn accent. Are you having an aneurysm? I think I might be having some <laughs> event right See, now. See, I knew it's. I knew the it was underwear you... drawer shuffling was going <laughs> to result in something. Again, it's just a stock change uh -huh. it's just just rotation that's all how many pairs of underwear did you get rid of uh well some of them are currently in the as we call it in the hometown they're in the hamper yeah. but they aren't going to make it into the washing machine oh i see yeah but well, what, then what are they doing in the hamper and not in the garbage can i just haven't gone through them yet to, oh i, I that's right i forgot out. about your hoarding where like you have to have a second location before they go into the final resting place, well, i.e. the garbage can. I have, like, to you're do not the Marie, comfortable. I have to do the Marie Kondo thing where I say, thank you for your service, mm -hmm. cradling my nether regions and my hot spots. Yeah. And you are very much appreciated. And I, I release you. And now you may go. Yeah. And as I'm holding up a tiny shredded piece of cloth, that's the only thing that's left. Well, uh, an interesting week, NFL week three. Uh, and I wanted to play for you, not the end of the Chargers game yesterday, because no. you heard that and it's going to hurt your heart. But yeah. um, this was the end of the Bills game when they uh, screwed up trying to spike the ball, stop the clock. That was a, that was quite the game. Yes, it was. I don't know where to begin with that one. Yeah. 21-19 the final. The Dolphins and the Bills, their first loss. Now, and That, that was, was wild. That the was similar to the tone that Matt and DJ had at the end of the Chargers game. We're like, oh, man. Oh, what yeah. We, what did we just watch? It was <laughs> terrible. I mean, but the Bills-Dolphins game was a good game. Josh Allen just cannot put the entire offense on his shoulders every Sunday. Yeah. Like, they're going to have to come up with more. But the Dolphins are legit. I mean, undefeated there. 
A question that I haven't, uh, you know, we haven't witnessed very much since, especially since concussion protocols become such an issue in the NFL. Yeah, that was a concussion. That was a definite concussion there. The Dolphins quarterback got pushed down after he had tossed the ball and, I mean, falls down on his butt and then hits first and then his head whips back onto the turf. Clearly knocked uh, senseless because he gets up and starts to walk and stumbles to his knees again as he's trying to run off the field. And uh, I mean, I don't know what he came back into the game. He went into the locker room, came back in. And uh, now the players association has real questions about what was done, what kind of concussion protocol, if any, was done. Um, but yes, here in LA with the visiting Jacksonville Jaguars, which are not your Jaguars of your, this is a Doug Peterson team, Doug Peterson, who has won a Super Bowl. And uh, you can just see how bad Urban Meyer was for the Jacksonville Jaguars last year um, because it's a different team. And uh, he's making it easier, easier for Taylor Lawrence to succeed, which he is doing. They look good, but not as good as the Chargers looked bad yesterday. And you just, there's there's a number of injuries that are just insurmountable. And that's what we found yesterday. Went into the game with a dinged up Justin Herbert with that rib cartilage tear or fracture. And they were out Keenan Allen with the hamstring issue from week one. And they were out center uh, all pro Corey Lindsley, who is instrumental in getting the ground game going and protecting Justin Herbert. So already down. And then it just became a disaster. Joey Bosa comes out with a groin injury. And then Rashawn Slater now out for the season. Justin Herbert's blindside protector. I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, there's depth there, but not much, not enough to account for five pro bowlers being taken out. You know, this, this team has been talked about having so much talent this year, spending 200 million in the off season, bolster that defense and uh, just seeing it decimated. Oh, JC Jackson was the other one that didn't play yesterday. Uh, tonight's Monday night football game will be Cowboys at the giants. And like you said, you're, you're angry enough that that's not, going to entice you to watch no i mean you'll still i mean i'll still watch it uh tom brady's kids make an appearance but his wife doesn't i saw the best meme this morning it was tom brady and aaron Rodgers shaking their hand and they it said loser of this game has to call their family (laughs) i was like thank you meme people oh that's perfect god the meme creators they really put humor into the situation don't they Jimmy G not knowing that not step out of the back of the end zone. How or hard be, is that? How hard is that? It's, it's not, one thing. Was it was it was it Miami where the punter kicked it off the butt of the guy right in that front was of him? The and Dolphins, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing. But literally walking out of the back of the end zone when you're the quarterback is tough to do. Uh other sports that took place. Um Chicharito, of course, you know him from uh, the LA Galaxy. They were playing in San Jose, and somebody unfurled a big sign that said, "Where was it? Um, same, same clowns, different costumes." It said, "LA Circus, same clowns, different costumes." Chicharito responds with two goals. The Galaxy go on to win three to two. Friday night was a big deal, also at Dodger Stadium, where Albert Pujols hit a home run number six ninety nine, and. Number 700. Albert Pujols, homered earlier tonight, was one swing away from 700 career home runs. Pujols sends one in the air. It's deep to left. Taylor's back at the wall. It's 700. Albert Pujols has joined the 700 home run club.
That's you know, a good call. It That's is good a good call. call, but he needs to let it breathe a little uh, bit. He, he Dodger, Dodger Stadium yeah. knew that those right. people knew what was right. going on. They like Albert Pujols. He's a good guy. Let the crowd cheer him on for a few seconds. And like I said earlier, just poetry. The fact that he did it in L.A. after spending so much time with the Angels and uh, time with the Dodgers as well. Everyone in that stadium was just delighted and frankly around the league. Uh, One more thing about the Bills-Dolphins game. If you haven't seen it, you live under a rock. But the Bills offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, loses his mind loses his mind in oh, the waning yes. seconds. That's right. And it is ex- excellent video if you haven't seen it yet. Just it's, it's Google just Ken that, Dorsey. It's that little camera, like this one that we yeah. got right here in the studio, sitting on the counter oh, looking God. up at the coordinators, and he just that great. clears that desk. That was so good. <laughs> it was so fantastic. All right, when we get into uh, Swamp Watch, Governor Newsom is back at it. This time he's talking in, in uh, Texas. Can't tell me that this guy's not running for president. The White House is again slamming Russia's threat to use nuclear weapons to help win its war there in Ukraine. And that is where we kick off Swamp Watch. The swamp is horrible. So government doesn't work. Come on, man. We're going to make this like a, a reality TV show. Corn Pop was a bad dude. It's always a pleasure to be anywhere but Washington, D.C. Hey, Joe. Hey, Esther. <laughs> a town all too clearly built on a swamp, and in so many ways, still a swamp. That's a bunch of malarkey. Somebody said, drain the swamp. I said, oh, that's so hokey. Keep yapping, man. Swamp Watch. You know the thing. Before we get to that, I forgot to do your Jeopardy question in the last segment. So, yeah. Your category is famous threesomes. Not like that. I didn't what? I I saw your face. Would you even, could you even name one famous threesome in that regard? Yes, the Three Stooges. Oh. What were you thinking? The answer is... Oh, so I'm the one? Mo, Larry, and Curly. What, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. <laughs> I got it right, and I didn't know the answer. Yeah. That's and, how good you're getting at this game. I know, and you insinuated that they were in a sexual threesome. No, no, you did. All I <laughs> I was laughing because I was thinking of comedy trios. Mm-hmm. And that was the only one I could think of. That's what you were laughing about? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The White House is going after Russia again. The press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, called the threat reckless and irresponsible. She said a nuclear strike would have disastrous consequences for Russia, Ukraine, and the world. Ukrainian president on Face the Nation Sunday, Zelensky, said he doesn't think Russian Russian President Vladimir Putin is bluffing. He also accused Putin of committing nuclear blackmail. Speaking of uh, international politics, Georgia Maloney, his uh, claimed legal victory in a general election that looks like it's going to, in fact, install her as Italy's first female prime minister, leading the most far right government since Benito Mussolini, they're saying. She said, it's a victory I want to dedicate to everyone who was no longer with us and wanted this night. Starting tomorrow, we have to show our value. Italians chose us and we will not betray it as we never have. Um, she still the way the parliamentary system works, she still has to get a consensus, basically, that would put her into the prime minister's position. But it looks pretty likely that, in fact, she will be there. Iran is blaming us, the U.S., for the country's unrest. 
They say that we're trying to destabilize Iran. Demonstrations, of course, began after the death of a 22-year-old woman, Masa Amini. She was detained by the morality police for violating the Islamic Republic's strict rules on women's clothing. She's wearing her headscarf the wrong way. Iran now accuses the U.S. of supporting rioters and says it will answer back. Hey, let's not kill 22-year-old women in police custody. I mean, that might be a way to make sure that you don't have protests instead of blaming it on us. Doesn't make any sense. The heat is dialing up. Congress is still working on an agreement to avert a government shutdown. They're looking at uh, the end of this week. Lawmakers on both sides have been pressing for a short-term funding bill referred to as a continuing resolution that would keep the government funded at current levels until the midterm elections and then buy time for a larger deal on government spending. The problem is Congress has less than a week to pass the sort of stopgap funding measure that they need or they could risk their first government shutdown in a few years. Lawmakers still have a bunch of hurdles to cross before they can clear the finish line. The government would shut down October 1 without a new spending plan in place. Speaking of spending, the White House's student loan debt forgiveness plan will cost about $400 billion over 10 years. A new estimate by the Congressional Budget Office also found extending the current pause will cost about $20 billion. The Biden administration announcing last month it would cancel up to $20,000 in student debt for borrowers making over $125,000 per year or Pell Grant recipients. Um, Wednesday, we will see another January 6th committee hearing. It is likely to be their final hearing scheduled for uh, for Wednesday afternoon. They, um, some of the uh, members of the committee were on interview shows yesterday were offering some of the small previews of what would become, um, for example, Adam Schiff says, we're not disclosing yet what the focus will be. I can say that as this may be the last hearing of this nature, that is one that is focused on the sort of the factual record. I think it'll be potentially more sweeping than some of the other hearings. He said it it too will be in very thematic. What it but it too will be in very thim whatever. I will tell the story about a key element of Donald Trump's plot to overturn the election, he says, and the public will certainly learn things it hasn't seen before. Uh, after the committee's vice chair, Liz Cheney, said Saturday that she thinks that the group's gonna move forward uh, unanimously. Adam Schiff went a bit further, asked if there was going to be a unanimous criminal referral made about the former president's conduct. Um, he said, it will be my recommendation that we should make referrals. Remember, they can take some of the evidence that they have gathered and uh, send it on over to the Department of Justice. That doesn't necessarily mean that the DOJ would file charges, criminal charges, but it is uh, it makes it more likely. Checking in on Truth Social, former President Trump's social media platform, he recently shared a post on Truth Social comparing him to Jesus Christ. The post said the former president is the second greatest only to Jesus. I'm sorry, he said he said that about himself? No, no, no. The, the Truth Social user said oh, 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 Jesus oh. is the greatest. Yeah. President Donald Trump is the second greatest. And so Trump, Trump. retruthed that, which Re means reposted it. Retruthed it. Yes. Got it. Um, investors are walking away from commitments to invest in a company that planned to merge with Truth Social. Blank check company Digital World Acquisition said in a Securities and Exchange Commission filing that some backers were pulling out of a total of $139 million they had planned to put into the deal. Digital World had previously announced funding commitments of $1 billion.
They said that uh, investors who signed up for the deal about a year ago would be able to back out if it was not completed by September 20th. Speaking of uh, former President Trump, when we come back, I'll play for you some sound from over the weekend. Uh, Senator John Barrasso was asked about the policy of thinking documents declassified, thinking them. And the peanut festival parade. Say, I'm sorry. One one more time. Peanut festival parade. I thought you said I just want to make sure. Also, I also would like to backtrack. Tim Cates actually reminded me of it. He listens to the show coming in to host Dodger talk uh, every day. And he said, you guys never got to the story about the diaper. Oh, yes. The pro pro level loves diapers. Hmm. Pro level. Pro level. What pro does level. that entail? I've been around diapers. Yeah, yeah, you have. Gary and Shannon will continue. Someday I may be again. <laughs> Comes a time in a man's life. <laughs> when you need pro-level protection. Um, Gavin Newsom was once again in Texas. This time he was at the Texas Tribune Festival, I think is what it was called, um, and was discussing how it is that Democrats need to overhaul their plans going forward. He wants to see where the hell is the Democratic Party? They're attacking not just reproductive rights. They're attacking your ability to go to a library and get a book. 1,651 books they've tried to ban this year. 801 in Texas. 566 in Florida. By the way, PolitiFact that. I mean, it's amazing. You had Ted Cruz up here. I love it. Green eggs and ham. But this is amazing. Ted Cruz sitting up there. What was, it seemed like 20 years ago he was lamenting about Dr. Seuss Enterprise self-selecting that they thought on the spectrum some of their books they were publishing may not be, in contemporary terms, books they want to republish today. He was so disgusted by that book being banned, but he said not a word about 801 books that have been banned in his own state. He's not said a word about Toni Morrison's book that was banned, mm-hmm. beloved. Not a damn word. Books on Japanese internment. Books around Rosa Parks. Books around Martin Luther King. In this country, in the United States today, people need to wake up. Uh, I don't know why it's cut off, but people need to wake up. I agree with him on that, on banning of books and erasing moments of history that are not palatable. But he's also a guy, I I agree, suggesting that less speech or expression is the better way to do it is completely incorrect. Less experience, you know, it's like... uh, The more you know about the country and about people's experiences that are not your own, the better off we are. I'm reading a book. It's called The Lincoln Highway, and it talks about this highway, transcontinental highway started, I believe, construction 1912 or something, because the the purpose was they wanted people to be able to drive across the country. And part of that was to learn how other people live. Learn other people's struggles, that your life experience is not is not what the life experience of somebody who grow, grew up in slavery in the South is, you know, and, and to the more experiences you learn, the more different people you meet and the more different kind of lives you have uh, information about, the better of a person you will be. Right. Because if nothing else, you get perspective on where you come from, where you come from compared to where everybody else comes from. Yeah. Um, the uh, the specific things about what Gavin Newsom is talking about is that 
he believes that Republicans have become ruthless. That was a word he used, ruthless. Um, he said, where are we organizing bottom-up a compelling alternative narrative? Where are we going on the offense every single day? They, being Republicans, they are winning right now. Um, he is, if, was it Dan Rather? Somebody suggested that he and Ron DeSantis have a debate right now. Right, They're not running against each other for anything. Obviously, Ron DeSantis running for governor and Florida and, and Gavin Newsom running for governor here. They're not running against each other, but they're totally running against each other. Yes. And to put that on television right now as a way to exemplify the difference between the two parties, I, I think it would be entertaining. Who, but needs all a, you, who needs to know the difference between the two parties? Well, you don't, but but it would be entertaining in that these are two of the higher profile people that we've seen, right? I mean, this yeah. would be... Uh, the equivalent of what is that? I don't know Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, in that they're not doing the same things, but you get them together and you would watch it. But what does that do to bring us together? That's, nothing. That's, that's moving us farther apart. And that's the other part of it. It does nothing. These it's guys taking the election season where everyone's at each other's throats and extending it. A, a guy like Gavin Newsom right now is doing nothing to reach across the aisle. I mean, he's telling you with with specificity how many books are being banned well, or whatever Ron DeSantis term. isn't reaching his arm across the aisle either. No, and that's why I would I would love it if if they if some I don't know greater power, smarter thinking person whatever, benevolent media network would just say you guys come together, but it's not a have debate. Have a conversation. Find out where you do have They're common ground. They're never going to find any common ground. Their whole success is attack. That's how they win, unfortunately. I feel like it, that period in our lives of Republicans and Democrats sitting down and having a dignified conversation w where there's mutual respect, yeah. those days are over. Um, Ron DeSantis does have military experience, if I'm not mistaken. And I believe that— Sure, I have this right. Um, he was served as an advisor to SEAL Team One, uh, was deployed to Iraq in 2007. He joined the Navy. Okay, so he joined the Navy. That's where he was. Could you imagine the image of if I was running Ron DeSantis's campaign? Just throw in the, of course, he was in the Navy. Here's, here's Ron DeSantis in his, uh, in his dress blues, right? And put that up against that old picture of Gavin Newsom lounging on that extravagant carpet with his uh, wife at the time, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Oh. You remember that, that awful, just completely pompous and extravagant picture that the that's two who he is though. I know. And that's you know what, what I, I mean? mean. That's like, that's like when he stopped being what he is uh, that that's the last authentic picture of Gavin Newsom that you'll find. Uh, it's it, to me, that would be, I, I would watch that, in, but it wouldn't do anything to bring us together. I would watch this proverbial debate between DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom also does this thing and he was doing it in that video that you couldn't hear, but he's, He's banging the arm of his chair as if that makes him the tough guy. He's banging the arm of the chair, standing up for the little guy. Can we finally talk about the Peanuts Festival Parade? Yes. You're not talking about Snoopy and Charlie Brown. This no, I'm talking about Jimmy Carter and Rosalind Carter. Rosalind Carter. They were there at the 25th annual Peanut Festival in Plains, Georgia. 
They celebrated their 76th wedding anniversary in July. Ooh, I wonder how that went. How does that go? Uh, I don't know. What? Why, why not? Why are you closing the door on love after 76 blissful years of marital happiness? Can't you just see her? Rosalind? She ain't shaking it. No, she's going to break it if she shakes it. I think she's still got some shake in that booty. You get it. You get that, Rosalind. My wife! All right. Anyway, the 25th. Did you know that they rode in a convertible? It's a red convertible that was gifted to them by Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. Now, they can't drive it. Duh. Um, but uh, they there they are riding in the back seat. How old are they? They're in their late 90s. Look at that booty. Shaking that booty. Jimmy Carter is, uh, Jimmy Carter's 97. What a great commercial for peanuts. You know <laughs> 97. I mean? You get, you, you, you make your life on peanuts and you live to 97. Rosalind, on the other hand, is a spry 95. Good for them. So. 97. Is, do you think that's a Secret Service guy driving them? Yes, because he's got the I was going to say he's got earpiece. the earpiece. <laughs> Who's going to kill 97-year-old Jimmy Carter? That may be the oldest Secret Service agent I think I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, he's retired. Okay. He is a retiree. Well, that's fun. That's fun, isn't it? Why Why is your face doing that? Are you thinking about their anniversary night? My anniversary's coming up. Oh, uh, Do you still have some shake in that booty? Oh, you know it. I got all, I got the good. I got the old fashioned kind. I still can't believe you took a picture of your booty on my phone. Hey, I know what the women want. No, that's that's not it. But you went like this. Hey, who's uh, who's? Oh my gosh, it's yours. Gross. No, I went like this. Who's? But is that? Now uh, you came up on the that. Whose butt is that? That is a beautiful birthday cake. I think you say that's a beautiful booty. Coming up on Thursday, we have our news and brews. We're going to be live at BJ's Restaurant and Brew House in Huntington Beach, the one on Beach Boulevard. Super easy access right off the freeway. Pizza, pilots, pints, Solar Max. Our friends from Solar Max are bringing a bunch of those new Gary and Shannon show pint glasses. You bring your uh, electricity bill and talk to them about some uh, solar stuff. They'll give you one of those pint glasses. Should we do like a group booty dance? Kick in the booty. I would like Jacob to run lead on that. What does that mean? He's going to be out the one out front. He's got the youngest one. He's got the youngest booty out of us all. Have you been looking at Jacob's booty? It's hard to miss. Are you kidding? That guy's cracking walnuts with those cheeks. Good luck with the booty, fun booty, home booty, road booty. Dump truck will be at the uh, News of Bruce coming up on Thursday. Thank God there's only an hour left of this. This is reminding me of the third quarter. I'll stop. I'll stop. (laughs) All right. The Alec Baldwin story. It looks like New Mexico prosecutors are a step closer to charging somebody. Maybe Alec Baldwin. We'll explain when we come back to Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.